Greetings in Jesus' name again this morning. You know, as I sit here and look back, I see some familiar faces. And I see some, some faces that weren't here 10 years ago or a little over 10 years ago. But it is a blessing to be here again this morning. And what I have to share, I guess I'm a little bit uh, reluctant, but it does go right along with our Sunday school lesson. I first worked on this about four months ago, right after, on the 22nd and the 24th and the 26th of a month, it was a death of friends and acquaintances. Along about that same time, we were facing some issues. My wife had surgery on the 2nd of January, and the medical bills started rolling in. Medical bills like I have never seen before. Things that needed to be done. So the title I have this morning is Trust Him. Goes right along with our Sunday school lesson. And what I've done, I've taken a couple of familiar songs. And uh, I'm going to go through some of those and then give you some scripture verses to go along with them. Thought about, could go back to the first song we sang this morning, A Mighty Fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. It was mentioned in our Sunday school class, why is, do we have so much difficulty trusting God? Because he has a perfect track record. Perfect track record. Some of you remember, I don't know how many years ago it was, when we were going back and forth to Nova Scotia, There was a number of people in a van going up through Pennsylvania, and we came into a traffic jam. Interstate 81 was shut down. We needed to go through Carlisle, Pennsylvania on Route 11. And while we were going real slowly through Carlisle, Pennsylvania, we heard a noise in the van. So, you know, we, I got out and walked along beside the van. That's how slow we were going to see if I could determine where this noise was coming from. I could turn the lugs on the wheels with my fingers on three of them. Can we trust God? If that interstate hadn't been shut down, I don't know what would have happened because very likely a wheel or wheels would have come off. First song I want to look at is this. Song says, Fear not, for God the Father thy secret sorrow knows, and to thy strength he tempers the coldest winds that blow. 
One of my favorite verses is 1 Corinthians 10, 13, where it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God's got a hedge around you and I this morning. He doesn't allow you to face so much that you can't stand up under the pressure. He knows what you can take. I've already said, I haven't experienced some things in life that others have, and it's probably because God knows what I can handle and what I can't. And he doesn't let more come my way than what he allows or what he provides a means of escape. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Hebrews 4. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. God knows what we're facing, and he tempers what comes our way. 2 Peter 2, verse 9, the first part of it says, The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations. God knows. Second verse of that song says, His eye is always watching, his ear is keen to hear. His love is all-sufficient to calm the gravest fear. Job, a man that amazes me as I read about his life, Job says this in Job 23. He says, Look, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. When he works on the left hand, I cannot behold him. When he turns to the right hand, I cannot see him. But, He knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he is unique, and who can change? Who can make him change? And whatever his soul desires, that he does. For he performs what is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Therefore I am terrified at his presence. When I consider this, I am afraid of him. For God made my heart weak, and the Almighty terrifies me. Because I was not cut off from the presence of darkness, and he did not hide deep darkness from my face. God knows what we're facing. 
Verse 3 of the song. Will he who feeds the sparrow not also care for thee? And in the hour of sorrow thy guide and comfort be? Matthew 6, 26. Behold the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Matthew 10, 29, two sparrows are sold for a copper coin. Not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. God knows when that animal dies, that sparrow falls, you're of more value than they. Will he who feeds the sparrow not also care for thee? Verse 4, I never will forsake thee, blessed promise from his word. Take heart and cease repining, believe in Christ, on Christ the Lord. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. That verse brings a picture to my mind. And maybe some of you have seen this. Somebody sent me a video clip. I don't know how many years ago it's been. Of somebody trying to steal a big roll of steel off the, you know, you've seen these tractor trailers that have a roll of steel and they have a load. They were trying to steal that roll of steel and they rolled it off of a tractor trailer onto a pickup truck. Well, you can imagine what happened. It not only crushed the pickup, it drove the differential down into the pavement. Now, you might wonder what that has to do with seeing a picture of God. You roll that kind of a weight on God, it's not going to crush it. It's not going to crush him. I can see God rising a little bit as we roll our weight on him, roll our burdens on him. The chorus says, then trust him in shine and shade. Trust him, be not afraid. He's walking close beside you. His hand will safely guide thee. His wings securely hide thee. Then trust. Be not afraid. Isaiah 12, 2 says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord, Jehovah, is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. We'll look at another song. This song says, Under his wings I am safely abiding. Though the night deepens and tempests are wild, still I can trust him. I know he will keep me. He has redeemed me, and I am his child. Under his wings, what a refuge in sorrow. How the heart yearningly turns to his rest. Often when earth has no balm for my healing, there I find comfort, and there I am blessed. 
Under his wings, oh, what precious enjoyment. There will I hide till life's trials are o'er. Sheltered, protected, no evil can harm me. Resting in Jesus, I'm safe evermore. Under his wings, under his wings, who from his love can sever? Under his wings, my soul shall abide, safely abide forever. I want to read some verses from Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. As we rest under the shadow of the Almighty, we sense his protection, his care. Boaz, in talking to Ruth in Ruth chapter 2, says this. He said, listen, my daughter, do not go to glean in another field, nor go from here, but stay close to my young women. Let your eyes be on the field which they reap and go after them. Have I not commanded the young men not to touch you? And when you are thirsty, go to the vessels and drink from what the young men have drawn. So she fell on her face, bowed down to the ground, and said to him, Why have I found favor in your eyes that you should take notice of me since I am a foreigner? And Boaz answered and said to her, it has been fully reported to me all that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband and how you have left your father and your mother in the land of your birth and have come to a people whom you did not know before. And this next verse is the verse that caught my attention. Boaz said, The Lord repay your work and a full reward be given you by the Lord God of Israel under whose wings you have come for refuge. Boaz recognized that Ruth had left everything she knew to come and put her trust in the God of Israel who was her refuge. The writer of the song, Under His Wings, um, William Cushing, says they, somebody wrote about him and said this, Daily living is often filled with unexpected dangers. We never know what lies ahead as we begin each new day. How does a person cope with uncertainty and have the stability to live victoriously? For the Christian, daily security is having an unwavering confidence that God is in absolute control and personally involved in every detail of life. I want to read that sentence again. For the Christian, daily security is having an unwavering confidence that God is in 
absolute control and personally involved in every detail of life. I don't care what you face. I don't care what I face. God knows it. He's in absolute control, and he's personally involved in that detail. The only condition is that we must be willing to accept his help and remain close to him wherever he leads. Jesus taught this truth to the people of his day. He longed to gather them to himself, even as a mother hen gathers her chicks under her wings when there is an impending storm. The human tragedy then and still today is that people are generally unwilling to accept the offer of Christ. The author of this song was born into a Unitarian home in 1823. He wrote these words as an expression of Psalm 17. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. Mr. Cushing labored for more than 20 years as a Christian pastor in New York with the disciples of Christ. But the death of his wife and severe problems with his voice forced him from the pastorate. Broken in spirit, he cried out to God to give him something that he could do for the kingdom. God answered by giving him the gift of writing. William Cushing wrote more than 300 hymns which have had an even wider spiritual influence than his years of successful pastoring. So when things come into my life, when things come into your life that are unexpected, that you think, well, I can't be what I ought to be, think about some of these things. Last week or so, I heard a testimony of a man that at the age of 35 was diagnosed with cancer. And this man's testimony was this. When that doctor told him about this, Satan attacked him with doubts like he never thought he would have. This man was a Christian his entire life. They gave him... A maximum of 10 years. He said, after that, you're on your own because this was a cancer they had no cure for. This man said, my prayer was, God, heal me so that I can give you praise, so I can give you glory. He prayed that. This was a man that was living the dreams that he had dreamed in his life. He said, I married my dream girl. I had a family. He had two children. I was doing my dream work. He said, when I was young, I prayed that I could do a certain thing in life, and God blessed him with that. He was living his dream, and he was doing it for God. But he said it wasn't until he realized that God wanted him to glorify him in the experience, in the valley, going through the valley. He said, God said, um, Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He said, God never promised to take us out of the valley. 
God promised to walk with us through the valley. He said, I learned through that experience a new level of the grace of God that I never knew existed. He said, after going through the cancer for a time, he came to the point where he said, if God would give me a choice of being rid of the cancer but lose the, um, I don't remember exactly the term he used, that deeper experience he had with God, he said, I would choose the cancer. Now, the man didn't live, but he was, I think, 48 years old when he passed away. Good bit younger than a lot of you here this morning. Good bit younger than I am. But he said, I would choose the deeper experience I had from that realization of a level of the grace of God that I wouldn't have gotten living my dream. still remember talking to someone after the death of a family member, a family that had been through a lot, and I said something like this, you know, it seems like God has given you all more than your share or allowed more than your share of experiences like this. Their response was, I can't say that. God has been good. They had learned to put their trust in God. Another song I want to read, familiar song says this, I don't know about tomorrow, I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its skies may turn to gray. I'm going to stop there just a little bit. What's the weather going to be like tomorrow? What kind of a day are you going to have tomorrow? Are you going to borrow from tomorrow for today and even make tomorrow worse? I guess that's what I take from that. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its, its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry over the future, for I know what Jesus said, and today I'll walk beside him, for he knows what is ahead. Every step is getting brighter as the golden stairs I climb. Every burden's getting lighter. Every cloud is silver lined. I haven't arrived at that yet. I haven't seen a silver lining on every cloud yet. There the sun is always shining. There no tear will dim the eye at the ending of the rainbow where the mountains touch the sky. I don't know about tomorrow. It may bring me poverty. But the one who feeds the sparrow is the one who stands by me. The path that be my portion may be through the flame or flood, but his presence goes before me, and I'm covered by his blood. Now, I hesitate to use that word covered in the New Testament as it relates to sin, because my sins are washed away. They're not just covered like they were in the Old Testament. That's that rhyme for that songwriter. 
Psalm 139, favorite of mine, says this. Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. There is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shall shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. When's the last time you went out at night and could see like you can see outside today? Maybe you could with a pretty bright light, but you could just see where that light was focused. My Bible says the darkness and the light are both alike to God. Verse 13, for you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they, are, they all were written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there was none of them. God knows, knew your beginning. He knows your end. He knows what you're going to face tomorrow. And he's going to temper what you face tomorrow so that it's not going to be too much for you to stand up under. Verse 17, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they, are, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And the psalmist ends that psalm with this, these verses. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. I probably should have mentioned at the beginning, the verses I was reading, I read from the New King James. It's, um, it's what I had typed out here. I want to close with a verse that... Well, I want to I want to read another song yet. Those other songs were written a good many years ago. This one is more of a modern day song. 
Sometimes, a lot of times, our trust in God needs to be a choice. Maybe all the time. And this is what this person wrote. Master, may I be so honest? Could I admit the way I feel? I'm hurting. It seems that you've forsaken. I wonder, is your love for me still real? Though my friends think I'm happy, unaffected by this trial, they can't see the pain I'm hiding just underneath my smile. Master, I can't live this way anymore, so today I make my choice. I know this road will not be easy. I know I'll have my weaker days. And Satan will tell me I don't mean it when I say I'll trust God all the way. But that really doesn't matter. I refuse to hear him out. With my faith, I'll find the power that will overcome all doubt. Lord, I've never felt so strong as when I'm resting in your arms. And the Course says, I choose to believe that you are faithful and my heart is in your hands. And this mystery that I face today is part of a greater plan. I choose not to be discouraged when the sun will not break through. I have the choice of trusting you. So, Lord, this is what I'll choose. the verse from Hebrews that I want to close with. Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous but grievous or painful. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. We don't like it when we go through these difficulties, when we go through these valleys. But most of the time in life we learn more by going through those than we would if God would take us around them. As we let God train us by the trials, by the difficulties, by the valleys that come into our life and put our trust in him, then we will be blessed and he will be glorified as we put our trust and confidence in him. May we have a song, please?